Welcome back to Over Here, the podcast from Outside in Music. My name is Nick Finzer, and today we have a little micro episode for you, an in-between episode where we're going to have a conversation with one of our artists and talk about their top 10 or a current top 10. I think it's always changing for these guys and for myself as well, what they're checking out. But it's a top 10 albums or top 10 tracks that they're checking out. And uh, today we're going to start this off with a great drummer from here in New York, from Amsterdam. Uh, he's got a lot of cool things going on with this trio this summer. You might catch them at the North Sea Jazz Festival or the Pori Jazz Festival over in Europe. And uh, that's Philippe Lem and his trio. So here we go with this little top 10 episode with Philippe Lem. So if you want to follow along with the recommendations from Philippe or any of our artists in the upcoming series of these top 10s, head on over to OutsideInMusic.com, check out the Spotify playlists that are there on the homepage, and you can listen along or interject those as you listen. Or just check them out as a playlist, including one of Philippe's own tunes from the latest record, New Amsterdam. Well, today we got Philippe Lem here on the podcast, and I'm excited for him to share with you all uh, some of his favorite music. Philippe, uh, his his group is doing some really exciting things this summer. So before we even get into the music, Philippe, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the cool stuff that your, your trio is doing this summer? Sure. Um, well, thanks for having me. Um, we will do sort of the third part of our CD release tour. Uh, we did one in August, or in, we did one in October last year, and the second one now um, for two weeks in April. And now we're going back to Europe for a couple of really cool festivals. One is the North Sea Jazz Festival in Rotterdam. Um, we'll play at the Pori Jazz Festival for a couple of days in Finland. And we will do a show at this club in Munich, Unterfahrt. Awesome. So I'm really excited about that, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be great. Um Cool. So what I wanted to do is kind of just share with people kind of where people are coming from. And I can't think of kind of a better way for people to understand a musician than to have them talk about the music that they love. Uh-huh. And uh, so you sent me a few songs, a few records that are really important to you. So uh, let's uh, do kind of a backwards countdown from number 10. All right. Um, well, Maybe, how about this? Like, how about I'm telling you these, because these records are all sort of, um, uh, cor- like, how do you say this, chronological in my life. So, okay. um, that yeah, so besides, like, I'm not, like, putting one record above the other. They're all amazing. So maybe ah, okay. but the moment when they became important in my life. So before I was playing music, there. before I was playing drums, I was doing dancing. I was a break dancer believe it or not. So oh, wow. I was listening a lot to hip hop and, you know, this kind of music and uh, DJ Shadow, um, a lot of his music was really cool to dance to. Very, uh, just, he's a drummer as well. So it's really based on the beats that you hear. And uh, he samples a lot of things from hip hop. So that record and particularly this song, Building Steam with a Grain of Salt, that was definitely uh, like a really cool track that I was dancing to. Mm-hmm. Um, let I, me see. I don't think I know DJ Shadow. Where's he? Where's yeah, he, go check him out. Is he? Uh, is he a European guy or American guy? No, I think he's American. I I think. Um, like became known in the '90s. Okay. And 
yeah, made a, like a ton of work, like a lot of records out. Um, yeah, I think maybe a little bit more on the underground scene. Okay. I don't know if he's very famous by now, but yeah, definitely he was a big influence. Cool. Um, then I think, yeah, after when I started playing drums, it was more like reggae and ska and punk music. And I listened a lot to this band, the RX Bandits. Okay. Uh, amazing music, amazing playing, great compositions. And I love the energy in rock music and in, in uh, ska. It's just like really uplifting, direct, uh, raw. But then they still have a lot of the sort of sophistication that... I sometimes miss in rock music, like they use a little bit odd meters and really cool harmonies and clever melodies. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's um, well, that's another one I'm gonna have to check out. I don't know them either. Yeah, RX Bandits, they're they're great. Um, then from that, I sort of slowly <clears throat> moved into more funk wave playing, and Soul Life became a big influence. I love the just that music groove so hard, and it's very. It's just much a trio, just organ, guitar, and drums. Um, yeah, great songs, great playing, and the, the feel and the groove, that group is just amazing. So that was sort of the next step after rock music. Uh, yeah, so soul and funk, that was something I got really into. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the same also for one of the other tracks in the top 10, which is uh, Nayak from Lettuce, from their record Life in Tokyo. Uh, it's an uh, overlap, they have the same guitar player, same organ player, but it's a bigger group, um, super tight, <laughs> yeah. and uh, super high energy, like a great funk band. Mm -hmm. um, what else do we have? Then we have maybe, then I got more into jazz playing and um, my favorite drummer, Brian Blade, has this group, the Brian Blade Fellowship. It was, I think, in the first year of the conservatory where I really started to listen to him and particularly that group. And uh, from his first record, which I think is just entitled Brian Blade Fellowship, there's a song called Red River Revel, mm -hmm. which, um, yeah, I listened to a lot on the bus rides from my home to the conservatory, to the practice room. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, so definitely Brian Blade and that group is a big influence. The sort of very nice blend between jazz and folk music and sort of country influences with the instrumentation. I think that's a really nice, warm, inviting sound. And um, yeah, so that was that element slowly moved in from funk playing to more lyrical, um, symbol driven um, Textural way of playing drums. Sure. Um, and what else? Then we have the Akaseka Trio from Argentina, a group that doesn't really improvise. So it's more like about the compositions. Okay. Although I'm sure that they are great improvisers, but the songs I know from them, the material is more composed. Um, originally, it's a trio without bass, it's piano, guitar, and drums. The drummer has this really, really cool hybrid setup between uh, sort of instruments from South American folk music. So it's this bombo, bombo leguero as a floor tom and all kinds of other percussion instruments. And it's really amazing in picking the right 
parts of the drums and sounds and patterns for every song. So it's very, very thought out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the compositions are amazing. I think they're all composition majors. So they're all playing their instruments, but they all studied composition, I think. Uh, they all sing, so they have like three-part harmony in a lot of the songs that they, they add on top to it live as well. Okay. And uh, yeah, just I, probably some of the most intricate, pretty music I've, I've ever heard for like for trio. Man, that's another one. I've never, I've never checked them out. Yeah, Akaseka Trio. Akaseka Trio. Um, and then another thing that I was listening to a lot was the Le Mystère Voix de Bulgare, which is the mystery of the Bulgarian voices. Um, it's a group of, I think, 30 Bulgarian women. It's a women's choir. Oh, wow. Only uh, vocals, so there are no instruments added to it. And yeah, sort of. I don't. I don't really know how to describe. I don't know what they're singing about because it's all in Bulgarian. But it sounds almost religious to me. It's very chorale-like, but then different than the chorale music you you know from church or from um, sort of the Western tradition. This is the harmonies that they're using are very modern in a way. They use a lot of clusters and a lot of very close uh, voicings, which is you get a lot of friction in it, but okay. beautiful. How they sing it, they have this very sharp tone in their voice, like they, the way they, very nasal from time to time, but not in an annoying way, but very piercing almost. And I remember the first time I heard that group, it was almost like, it was a very emotional experience, just hearing something so, that hits you so direct. Like the human voice has this quality to just speak to you directly, which was in this case funny because I did not know what they were singing about, so just the tone of what they were doing. Yeah. So did you um, hear them live or you heard the recording? First? The first time I heard the recording of them and then I also heard them live and both was just like, yeah, very, very direct, very direct experience. Um, very pretty, you know, how something, something very energetic like a funk group or some high energy jazz group can just hit you very direct in a certain way. Like you sure. just totally are, are in, in the moment with them and you want to dance if it's a funk group or there's something. For this group, it's a similar experience, but not like just more um, introspective almost. Like somebody just tell, tells you like an amazingly beautiful story and you're just completely in it from the moment they start singing. Wow, I'll have to check that out too. So this is the, I think the best part for me too is that I get to see what all these things, like I right. really don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not any of it, but you know, like, like I'm saying, like I've never heard these these women's choir thing. And... Really, really amazing. Cool. Uh, I saw actually like um, Shy Maestro did something with one of the singers, or did one of their songs, and oh, okay. he played as a piano trio plus one of these singers, which was like a very, very nice combination. And oh yeah, it was not in the way at all. He accompanied in the, that music in a very um, uh, honest way without making it like using the same sort of ornamentation and having their harmony it was really true to what that music sounds like I think mm -hmm. um, so that was really cool great um, a different group I've been listening to the last year is Dawn of Midi oh sure yeah yeah a piano trio I think they're based in Brooklyn uh, their record Dysnomia um, is minimal music um, so it's a lot of patterns that sort of shift over, over each other. Mm -hmm. 
over the course of 45 minutes because the whole record is almost one track. It really uh, blends from one song into the other and you could really hear it as one big arch, um, which is a, from a marketing point of view almost crazy to these days. Right, right? yeah. Totally. Have people have their attention span to ask them to listen to something so for so long. Like it's not a, a three minute like shot that you get. You have to really get into that hypnotic right. way they're playing. Uh, yeah, it's it's very repetitive, but in a, done in a very clever way, so it doesn't become boring. It really sucks you in and becomes hypnotic almost. Mm -hmm. uh, they have very clever rhythmical ideas. The piano player is using a lot of overtone playing, so puts his hands on the strings and get like the overtones, the piano. And the drummer, I don't think, doesn't even use cymbals. It's just like drums and a hi hat. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah, it's sort of so, it's so, uh, how do you say, so the, the statement that they make is so strong that you don't miss anything in it, at least I didn't. Mm -hmm. And then maybe the last one <clears throat> is uh, Kathleen Poton. Her record is actually coming out tonight. Oh, nice. CD release is at New Blue. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a there's like her record Nero. There's a track on there called Little Talks, which I think is a, an amazing. The record is amazing, but that song in particularly is really spot on. I don't know what it is. The sounds or like the, the lyrics, everything together makes just such a strong statement. And uh, yeah, definitely she, one of my favorite. She's a singer based in New York. She's uh, originally from Australia. Okay. And. Um, yeah, that track, Little Talks. I heard her live, I think a year ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. I heard her play the music. And uh, that song was just like immediately like, hey, send me that track. <laughs> because <laughs> that, that track is amazing. And that was before the record came out. So I've been listening to that a lot. And now that the record comes out, I'll definitely be at the CD release tonight. Oh, nice. Do you play with her? or are you just? I don't. No, uh, Jake Robinson plays with her. Oh, okay. And uh, Tim Basin on guitar and... Um, I don't know, who, like a bunch of other guys in the band. Yeah. Sure. Man, um, so if you had to pick to add to this list one tune, one tune from your guys' record or something to include that you think uh, could kind of lead, because I think like a lot of this stuff, like from how you're describing it, I could definitely see how it fits right into your vibe and your, your the way you play and all and stuff. So it's like, is there anything? If you could only pick one track from your record, you would add to this playlist. Um, yeah, maybe ESP. Okay. Um, the Wayne Shorter standard that we we have a certain way of playing it. Um, we have some agreements in it, but it's one of the tracks that's almost it's very open. So we play it in three. Okay. And okay. Uh, I started off with a drum solo, and then the improvisation is a lot is very open. So we follow the form from time to time but we put vamps in there and it's like I think Dawn of Midi definitely had an influence on me on how I like to shape solo forms now in mm -hmm. case when it's open like really stick with one idea and kind of explore that and that can be like something that rhythmically dis gets displaced so it sort of shifts throughout the meter or it's a pattern on top of something and I think we're trying to do that with ESP, yeah, definitely. Um, 
So I think that's that's a track that I would like add to this list. I think that's uh, always one of my favorite tracks to play live also because it's it's different every time and um, it's it's really us trying to play in the moment, which is always exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would add that. Awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for sharing all of this. Um, I'm sure this will be a cool little exploration for people to go down and kind of see see where you're coming from because you know there's one thing to hear your story in words and we kind of talked about that before but uh, to hear the music that you love is uh, another 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 way to get to know the artist so yeah is there so you're making a playlist of this that would be really cool actually yeah yeah i'm gonna make a playlist out of it and i'm gonna post it at the same time as the as this little podcast interview um i can't put the music in because you'd have to pay i'd have to pay for the 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 sync yeah, yeah, to all those songs would be it'd be very expensive so i'll just i'm just gonna <laughs> create a spotify playlist um and so i want to include i want to include one of your tracks so that people can check it all out and then also see yours and then be able to click to yours and hopefully uh listen to your whole record and then hopefully buy your record yeah go buy this record people buy it <laughs> buy the record <laughs> you guys have any uh anything else coming up you want to mention um what do we have coming up? We're doing a, a sort of before we're going on on tour again in Europe. We're doing a a, a small show at Silvana in New York okay. on June thirtieth. Cool. I think that's at seven p.m. Um, that's also like we're we're trying out new material on tour always. So we're we're doing a little tryout show, which is really low key, and then um, to see how people respond to certain things and how we feel about you know the order of songs and like sort of the the arch of the of the set. And that, uh, yeah, you can come see that. And then there's a bunch of other things happening in, in August in Canada, in the Rex, on the 27th in Toronto. And on the 26th, we're playing at the Northwest Festival, which is in Lewiston. Oh, yeah. So there are like a bunch of things coming up, festivals and, and uh, club dates in, in August as well. But... Great. Thanks, Philippe. Thank you, Nick. All right, man. Uh, well, have a good day, and I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Take care. Later. That's Philippe Lem's Top 10 2017. If you want to hear all that music, go to outsideofmusic.com, go to the Spotify playlist area, and you can check out all of those tracks. And as always, thanks for listening. And let us know what you think. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review on the iTunes store or wherever you like to enjoy your podcasts. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.